Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. My daughter, Jerry Ann, is with me once again. We've been talking about, over the last couple of weeks, faith in troubling times. You know, a lot of people are experiencing adversity today. A lot of people are experiencing uh, trouble, tests, and trials. Then, on the other hand, there are a lot of people that are sending us testimonies of how God has seen them through. And if God will do that for anybody, then he'll do it for you. So my message to you today is simply don't quit. Don't give up. Make the decision that quitting is never an option. Amen? Yes. So we're once again talking about faith in troubling times. Now, I want to read some scripture to you real quick uh, before we get into some of the uh, main points. Proverbs, I'm sorry, Psalm 37, verse 3 from the Passion Translation says, Keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in his eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God. Keep trusting in the Lord and fix your heart on the promises of God. In other words, stay focused on what he has promised. Don't allow what the world is saying to distract you. Don't allow your feelings to distract you. Don't allow what you see to distract you. Keep trusting in the Lord and fix your heart on the promises of God. Now, Lamentation chapter 3, verse 23 says, Great is thy faithfulness. The faithfulness of God. Great is God's faithfulness. And then verse 22 of that same chapter, it says that because of his faithfulness, we are not consumed. And the word consumed can also be uh, defined as destroyed. In other words, because of God's faithfulness, you and I can count on it. We will not be consumed and we will not be destroyed. Amen. And then Deuteronomy chapter seven and verse nine, know therefore the Lord, your God, he is the faithful God, keeping his covenant to a thousand generations. The Lord, your God, he is the faithful God and keeping covenant to a thousand generations. Well, that would include you and me. So what I want you to, to get down into your spirit, because this is something that I have held fast to all these years. In fact, people have heard me say it. I write it in nearly every letter that I write. God is faithful. I just want to encourage people to don't ever give up on God. Don't ever give up on his word. No matter what you're going through, you can have faith in troubling times. You can have faith in God's faithfulness. Well, that scripture you read about keep trusting, that's something you're going to have to do. That's an action on your part is to keep trusting. Keep trusting when it doesn't look like there's a reason why you should keep trusting. Yeah. But you keep trusting no matter what the circumstances look like, no matter what your body's feeling like right now, whatever your bank account looks like, you keep trusting God no matter what. No matter what. Say that with me. No matter what, I will keep trusting God. Now, I want to take you uh, to Mark chapter 4, a story that I'm sure you're familiar with uh, that took place in the ministry of Jesus with his disciples. And uh, there's, there's a couple of points I want to make out or, or leave with you. Uh, in Mark chapter 4, in verse 33, And the same day when the evening was come, he saith unto them, Let us press over 
to the other side, or let us go over to the other side, as another translation says. And when they had sent the multitude away, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Now, I want to make a point here. If you'll back up to Mark chapter 4 and about verse 14, it's the parable of the sower sows the word. Now, he had just got through teaching this before this event takes place that we start reading about in verse 35. The sower sows the word. Jesus told the disciples and that large group of people that once the word is sown, Satan comes immediately to take it away. So what is the word that Jesus just sowed to his disciples once they got in that ship? That word was this, let us go to the other side. Now, Jesus never intended for them to drown. He never intended for them to, to wind up dying in that storm. In fact, I don't think there was even a storm when he said those words, let us go to the other side. Another uh, a commentary says that storm came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. It was demonic. It was Satan's attempt to steal the word from them. So Jesus said, let's go to the other side. And then as they proceeded to do that, the Bible even says that he went to sleep in the hinder part of the ship. And when that storm arose, it frightened the disciples. In fact, they were so afraid that one of them woke Jesus up and said, don't you care that we perish? And Jesus said, where's your faith? Right. In other words, what they saw. Now, please understand, I'm not belittling the disciples because when's the last time you were in a storm on the sea and the Amplified says of hurricane proportion right. and you just sat there with a smile on your face. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not picking on the disciples. I mean, more than likely, most of us would have done the same thing. But notice he said, where's your faith? In other words, don't let go of your faith in a storm. Right. Don't let go of your faith in adversity. Maintain your faith in troubling times. And so he got up and he spoke to the wind and the waves and there was a great calm. Now, here's what I want to point out to you. It says in verse 37, and there arose a great storm of wind and the, the, the waves uh, beat about the ship so that it was now full. Now that word great in the little Greek is the word mega, M-E-G-A, a mega storm. And then if you'll keep reading, it says in verse 39, and he arose and rebuked the wind and there became a great calm. Notice this, it's the same Greek word for the great wind as it was the great calm, mega. Every time there is a mega storm, God brings about a mega calm. That's good. In other words, don't give up because there's a great storm taking place in your life. Jesus said, where's your faith? Stay in faith. That's what he's expecting you to do. Stay in faith. This is not the time to turn away from the word of God. It's not the time to quit trusting God. It's not the time to say it's all over. You know, as we say in Texas, ship my saddle home. No, it's not over because after every great storm, there is a great calm. Yes. Hallelujah. There's a great victory on the horizon. So stay in faith 
and wait for that great victory. Amen. We're going to be back in just a few moments. I want you to watch this special announcement, and then I'm going to turn the remainder of the broadcast over to Jerry Ann. She has some great things to share with you. Are you facing a troubling situation right now? What is the right response when it comes to facing those trials? How should you think when trouble comes to your life? Today's special offer, the Faith in Troubling Times Package, contains Jerry Savelle's best-selling book, Called to Battle, Destined to Win. His revealing three-part CD series, Protect Your Family Against Satan's Attacks, and his daughter, Jerry Ann's single CD, Trusting God in Challenging Times. In this package, you will discover how to persevere when times are tough, how to stand on God's Word to bring victory, how to pray protection over your family, and how to overcome discouragement. We all experience times of trouble, but you can respond in faith and come out victorious. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Faith in Troubling Times special package. God wants you to prevail over every difficulty you're facing. Order now and strengthen your faith to walk in victory. Welcome back. My dad was talking about Mark 4 and the story where Jesus and the disciples were in the boat. But at the beginning of that story, Jesus said, let's cross over to the other side. He had a command. He had a directive. He had a mission that they were going to the other side. But the enemy came with that storm that was of hurricane proportions to try to get them distracted off course and not going to the other side. I want to tell you today that you have an other side. There's an other side to where you're at. My dad has a message called from amen to there it is. Every one of us have that there it is moment, but are you going to get there? Are you going to get to the other side or are you going to let the enemy come in and distract you, get you discouraged, get you off course? Again, the choice is going to be up to you if you get to the other side of this challenge and you experience the victory and the breakthrough that God has for you. I want to bring up a few points, and this is all something I learned from my dad, but a few points of why Christians quit, why they quit right in the middle when their breakthrough could be right on the other side, right? You never know. It could be the next day that your breakthrough's coming. And so oftentimes we quit, we give up right before that breakthrough comes, and that's exactly where the enemy hopes that you'll get. So I want to encourage you just with these three points. Don't be this person. Get to the other side of this thing in your life. The first one, why Christians quit. Number one, they're not truly convinced yet that God will keep his word. They're not convinced that God will keep his word. I want to read a bunch of scriptures to you that God is faithful to his word because if it's in his word, you can have it. If he says it in his word, then it's yours. It belongs to you. But you have to get to a place in your life that you believe no matter what, no matter what is going on out here, if God says, I will supply all your needs according to my riches and glory, then you believe that word over the circumstances of what's going on in your life right now. My dad says that the definition of faith is a deep conviction of the reality that God cannot lie, that it's impossible for God to lie. When you get that settled down on the inside of you, that God cannot lie and that his word and his promises for me are real and they're true 
and you believe that, you settle that down in your heart once and for all, then no matter what comes your way, you can't be swayed. You can't be moved. You can't be distracted. Let me read some of those scriptures. Titus 1-2 says, God cannot lie. Simply says, God cannot lie. Hebrews 6-18, this is the passion. I'm a passion girl. I love the passion. It says, so it is impossible for God to lie, for we know that his promise and vow will never change. You know, some people are wishy-washy. People change. They change their mind. They don't do what they say they're going to do. But God says that his vow to you will never change. He cannot lie to you. Again, friend, get that down on the inside of you that God is not a mean God. He's not punishing you. Whatever you're going through right now, he didn't bring that on you. He's a good God and he wants to bless you. He wants your life flourishing in abundance, but you got to settle down in your heart that he cannot lie. Hebrews 10, 23, the Amplified says, so let us seize and hold fast and retain, here's the key, without wavering, without wavering, the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable, he's sure, and he's faithful to his word. We can go home on that right now. That he's reliable, he's sure, and he's faithful to his word. You know, when my dad says something to me, I trust his word. When he says, Jerry, I'm going to do this for you, I don't second guess him. I don't doubt him. I, I don't think, well, yeah, right, we'll see. No, I trust my dad. I trust his word beyond anybody else. I trust when my dad says he's going to do something, he's going to do it, and I don't have to think twice about it. I know he's going to do it. Well, you've got to get to that place in your heart that you become steadfast, that you know that God is reliable and sure to his word. I hope you're getting this because once you get that established down on the inside of your heart, then you cannot be moved no matter what comes your way. Hebrews 10, 23 in the message, it says he always keeps his word. He always keeps his word. Again, I said, there's people that don't keep their word, but you can be assured that God always keeps his word. Isaiah 40, verse 8, it says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. His word is faithful. His vow never changes. You have to get to the place that you know that you know that you know that God is faithful. You have to settle it once and for all that his promises are faithful and they're for you. Be assured that if it's in the word, then you can have it. If there's a promise that you see in the word, then you grab hold of that, you hang on to that, and you don't let go until it's manifested in your life because you know he's faithful to his word. The second point I want to bring up that oftentimes people, Christians, quit, throw in the towel, give up, say this faith stuff isn't working is because they're unwilling to wait. They haven't developed that force of patience in their life. You know, we live in a society where we want things fast. We want it now. If it doesn't come by dark, then we quit. We're not playing anymore. But that's not faith. 
Faith stays in this till the accomplishment of it. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you have something you're believing God for right now, and it doesn't happen overnight where you say, well, it could happen tomorrow. If it doesn't happen tomorrow, then you say, well, maybe the next day it'll happen. But faith is patient. Faith is actively hoping and waiting and believing and staying in patience, knowing that God is faithful to his promises. Hebrews 10, 35 and 36 says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence or your faith, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience. There's the key. People don't like that word, but you have to have patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. That's the key. Don't ever cast away your faith and you need to develop patience. Again, we want things fast. But the cool thing about God is that he says, if you do this, then I'll do this. If you're faithful, if you're patient, then there's reward in that. There's reward in being patient. There's reward in being faithful, faithful because he's a faithful God and he's going to be faithful to you. Patience. This is dad's definition. Never changing regardless of the circumstances. Staying patient no matter what, that you're just staying steady, staying faithful, staying unmovable, staying unshakable. And again, it says in Hebrews 10, when you do that, when you stay faithful, you stay patient, then after that, you've done the will of God, then you will receive the promise. So friend, if you'll stay patient right now, don't get weary. It says Galatians 6 and 9, don't get weary in well-doing because there's great promise coming for you if you don't get weary in well-doing. If, that's a condition. You have something to do in this. You have a part to play. It would be so nice to just sit and wait. But we have something to do, and that's stay in faith and stay patient in the middle of a challenging time. Hebrews 10, 35, 36, through the message, it says, it's still a sure thing, but you need to stick it out. Staying with God's plan so you'll be there for the promised completion. You got to stick it out. You can't quit. Dad says that almost all the time on every program. Don't quit. Don't quit. Stick it out. That's something you've got to develop in your life is that no matter what you're going through, you're going to stick it out and you're going to stick it out in faith with hopeful expectation that God is faithful to his promises, faithful to his word, and that when you do that, you will see the finished completion of whatever it is you're believing for. That other side we were talking about, that you can have that in your life. When you believe that God is not a God, that he will lie, that he's faithful to his word, and that you develop patience in your life. You know, driving here today, there was a really, really, really slow driver all the way. And I was like, okay, Patience. I'm talking about patience today, but it's something we have to develop in our life is a patient, a stand no matter what. Having done all to stand, stand therefore, that no matter what comes, nothing's going to move me. 
that I'm patient and I will wait and wait and wait till the finished completion of this thing. Are you getting it? I hope so. Sometimes you can pray and a prayer comes suddenly. But you know what? I haven't really experienced a whole lot of those in my life where you pray and then suddenly it comes. They're there. But oftentimes I have to pray and stand, pray and stand. There's sometimes where it didn't look like it was changing at all. But I promise you, if you stay patient and you stay patient and you stay patient day after day after day, that he is faithful. But you have to know again that if he said in his word, you can have it. And that gives you the hope. That gives you the expectancy that if it's here, I can have it and I can stay patient. I can wait for the finished completion of what it is I'm believing for. Quit does not produce the blessing. Quit does not produce the blessing, but patience does. Perseverance does. It will produce the blessing in your life. Stay the course. That's what I encourage you with today is stay the course. I know you may be going through something and you're saying, Jerry, you don't, you don't have any idea. It's bad. And I understand. I receive emails from people all the time asking me to believe. And there's some things I'm like, wow, this is, this is a dire situation. But I've seen God be so faithful to people when they stood the course and deliver them and get them out of that. And I'm praying right now that your breakthrough is just right on the horizon. It's coming. If you stay faithful, you stay patient. Amen. Hebrews 10, 36, the message, it, said, it goes on to say, but we're not quitters who lose out. Oh no, we'll stay with it and survive trusting all the way. You're not a quitter and you're going to stick with it, trusting God all the way through this thing that you're going through. Make the commitment in your heart. My dad says it all the time. Make the commitment in your heart right now as you're watching me that quit is no longer an option in your life. Quit is no longer an option. It's not something you think about. You don't go there in your thought life. Well, maybe if this doesn't work out or you start thinking, why is this taking so long or why you start going with the whys and the what's and what ifs, then you're not in faith. So I encourage you to make that commitment right now that quitting is no longer an option in your life. You're going to stay the course no matter what. Always keep this in mind that all things are possible to him that believes. All things, not some things, but all things are possible to him that believes. Are you a believer today? Then know that all things are possible to him. Dad says, and I'm going to just quote him directly because I've heard him say it a thousand times and I could probably say it all by myself, but I want to look at the paper. It says, when you're under the greatest pressure to quit, that's always a good indication that the devil has fired his best shot. And if this one doesn't get you, then he's finished. And guess what? You win. So I'm telling you, friend, you're that close if you don't give up and you don't fall for the tricks of the enemy. You know the scripture, Ephesians 6, 13 and 14, it says, having done all to stand, what do you do? You stand. Having done all to stand, what do you do? 
you stand. You keep standing. You keep standing. You keep standing. I've heard dad say, people would ask, well, how long do I have to stand? Until you don't have to stand anymore. Well, how long is that? Until you don't have to stand anymore. You keep standing until the victory comes. The Amplified of that scripture, I love it. It says, having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. Whatever crisis you're in right now, it's saying, having done all the crisis demands, you stand firmly in your place. And the third one I want to bring up is most people quit because they don't spend enough time and fellowship with God and his word. And I can tell you from personal experience, if I'm not in the word daily, I've got to do it every single day. Because if I'm not in the word, then I start going distracted by what's happening around me. I know that daily fellowship with the word is the, with God and in his word is the key to what you need to stay in faith that gives you the patience to stay in faith to see the other side, to see the completion of what you're believing for. Acts 20, 32 says, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. His word builds you up. I know when I just put on a faith-building message in minutes, I can feel my spirit man being built up. So I would encourage you with that is stay in the word, stay built up so that when a crisis does come, What's coming out of you is the word. It's not doubt, it's not unbelief, it's not discouragement, but the word is coming out of you. We're gonna go to the special offer. We'll be right back in just a few moments. Are you facing a troubling situation right now? What is the right response when it comes to facing those trials? How should you think when trouble comes to your life? Today's special offer, the Faith in Troubling Times Package, contains Jerry Savelle's best-selling book called To Battle, Destined to Win. His revealing three-part CD series, Protect Your Family Against Satan's Attacks, and his daughter Jerry Ann's single CD, Trusting God in Challenging Times. In this package, you will discover how to persevere when times are tough, how to stand on God's Word to bring victory, how to pray protection over your family, and how to overcome discouragement. We all experience times of trouble, but you can respond in faith and come out victorious. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Faith in Troubling Times special package. God wants you to prevail over every difficulty you're facing. Order now and strengthen your faith to walk in victory. Welcome back, everyone. And Jerry Ann, you did so good. You, I, you I have been sitting under some good teaching. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your message today, and I appreciate your stand on the Word of God, and I'm extremely proud of you. Thank Praise you. God. Let me remind you before we leave the air that our special product offer this week, Called to Battle, Destined to Win. You need this book. And then three CDs, a message I taught some time ago, Protect your family against Satan's attacks. And then Jerrion has a message entitled, Trusting God in Challenging Times. We want to encourage you, don't delay. Place your order right away. Go to jerrysavelle.org, or you can look on the screen, and it'll give you all the uh, ordering information. And please do it right away. And once again, 
If you're interested in having Jerry come to your area, she is available to do so. We're going to put up her website on the screen. Contact her. I know that you'll have a, a wonderful time. Your church will have a wonderful time. She's kind of like her mother, you know. She's a preacher teacher. <laughs> and uh, you will not regret having her come to your church. So thank you for joining us today. We'll see you again next week. Until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.